Hey everybody, Coach Mel here. You are listening to the Mel Fit Podcast, where we talk all things health, fitness, and lifestyle. I am a personal trainer, a nutritionist, a chef, a food prep coach, a food shopping expert, a life coach, and a marathon coach. My hope for all of you listening is that I bring you some kind of value and knowledge with my 20 years of experience in this field. If you are loving the content that I am putting out, please let me know. It just fills my cup up and makes me want to work even harder. Please hit the subscribe button. And also, if you would write a review, I would be so, so, so forever grateful if you screenshot that review and send it to me. I will send you some amazing Melfit swag. I appreciate all of my listeners and enjoy today's episodes. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Coach Mel here, and I am with my friend and business associate, I guess you could say, because we've done business together. Ben Tran of Tran Creative, thanks for joining us here today, and we are so honored to interview you. Um, I want to give you guys a little backstory on how I know Ben. I just merged, um, I'm rebranding myself from a personal trainer and nutritionist who you could physically go to and hire, to now I'm an online health and fitness coach. Um, We have our own app. And that's been uh, really hard, and I've really learned a lot about the importance of branding through Ben Tran, and I've never really had, um, I used to say logo, but you guys use the term branding. Yeah. Tell, explain to people what that means, because that was all new to me. Yeah. So branding is beyond the logo, it's creating consistency for a company, uh, the messaging and the vibe and everything um, that relates to launching a successful company and telling a story and making everything look cohesive, consistent, and professional. So it's not just the logo, it's everything else that follows. It makes such a difference. Yeah. So um, when Ben took me on as a client, I was really surprised about the process. I was surprised uh, about the fact that he never used a pen when he interviewed me and asked me, you know, what what makes you different than anybody else, which is a tough question for most people to answer, but I knew the answer to that right away. And also how he knew from just a few questions what it is I was looking for in my brand. Josh and I came to his office literally a week later, which I thought was so fast to create a lot of logos. There was a board table with about 20 logos on it. Or well, we usually do between anywhere 50 to 100 yeah. and then narrow down to yeah. a group. So we sat down and, and my eyes went right to the logo that I have now and Ben said that that was one of his, his top two. And I decided pretty quickly, I didn't need to see the rest of what he had, but it was amazing that he he had uh, so many combinations. But if you've seen my logo, it's very unique. It's got the heart, it's got the M, it's got the military symbols, and it's got the dumbbell. Um, I really like it, and I've gotten so many compliments on it. I've got it on my Jeep, and 
out. And the one thing that Ben said to me that was really, really helpful and positive is that this year I will put Melfit under it and after that it will stand alone. And my job ever since I received my awesome logo from Ben is to just work hard every day and get the message out and get people to recognize this brand and explain to people what I'm all about so that it will it will stand alone. So it's really fun too because we've got some swag, um, water bottles and awesome. So, so Ben, I went to uh, an event that you spoke at the other day and you, you told a lot about your story. So kind of tell people um, a little bit about where, where you came from. So um, I was born and raised in Vietnam and um, right after the war ended, it was a humble beginning. Living in a war-torn country, but I was able to uh, to make it out of the country and came all the way here to the U.S. when I was a teenager, and uh, that was a huge adjustment to make. But that's phase one. You want me to keep going? Yes. We like our interviews long, don't we? <laughs> so after I came here. Um, Shortly after that, my parents and my sister, they all died from cancer. So cancer took my family away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, uh, it really questioned me to, to rethink what is life definition. It's the meaning, purpose of life. And I got married. I have kids, you know, and I was, I was working for some really high-profile projects, uh, working with big agency, branding agency, and, and then I was asked to move here to the Northwest 13 years ago, and I took a leap of faith and quit my job working at an ad agency in LA, and moved here and started from scratch, not knowing anybody at all in this area, and relying on my expertise and experience in branding <clears throat> to market myself, but it was very hard. You know, I learned that in a smaller community, it comes down to relationship and it comes Absolutely. down to trust. Yeah. It doesn't matter how talented you are, mm -hmm. skill set you have, it comes down to trust. Mm -hmm. Can people trust you? Can they relate to you? How do you communicate that you can help them? Not just how good you, how great you are, but what can you do for people? And you help people all the time. <laughs> um, you had mentioned that originally you started out doing big, you've worked with some big name people, mm -hmm. but um, now you're, you're taking on smaller business clients like myself, which I'm super thankful for. So I was actually surprised when I first met Ben, I told him that I'd love to work with him, but I didn't think I could afford him. And he said, <laughs> He could work with any budget, and I was so excited because I thought, you know, I just kind of thought thought that you were out of reach. So I have a I have an answer to respond to that. You know, when I first started out, the first three years was really challenging, just trying to make make it to pay bills. You know, and I was struggling because being a new guy in town, 
it comes down to relationship, right? And I have to start from scratch. So that part I did not anticipate. I thought, oh my gosh, I have this best portfolio in town, you know, in the whole region. I can get work, but that's not the case. No. No. So it took me about two, three years to the point where, you know, my wife was telling me, uh, you should consider getting a real job. Mm-hmm. You know, this was mm-hmm. not, we we're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. But I persevered and I, uh, I, perse- I had an offer from mm-hmm. some, some big agency in Spokane to buy me out and merge with them and be their creative director. But, you know, I stuck with my gut and I persevered and uh, the hospital, Kootenai at that time was KMC, Kootenai Medical Center was going through a rebrand. And we just clicked, and uh, I interviewed for the project, and we were hired to help with branding. Uh, now it's Kootenai Health and Kootenai Clinic, a regional healthcare network, also in Spokane. And after that, all the physicians just start coming over and knocking on the door, and hey, like we need help. And then the queue in the park. Remember the Kieran Park? Oh yeah, big project downtown was happening, and uh, we were hired for that project. And then after that, then work just start to come in, you know, through reputation and word of mouth. So how long do you think it took to build it? I said I would say three to five years for me. You know, and so we got to, to to answer your question. We got to the point where nowadays we're working on larger projects, you know, we were working on the project over uh, uh, at the airport with Amazon coming in and all of the other companies coming into Spokane, you know, a million square feet building and mm-hmm. so, and then, so yeah, we've been doing more high profile projects for uh, Sp- Spokane and North Idaho, mm-hmm. but I, I, deep down inside, I always love working with small businesses because I remember what it's like to be a small yeah. business starting awesome. out yeah. and just to be yeah. a part of it is pretty special yeah that's for sure well after i heard ben speak um a few weeks ago in spokane he had mentioned the same thing about you know the 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 thing that sticks with me is the real job get a real job well i could go off on a tangent on this because i have started a new business every four years since i was 27 years old and thankfully, nobody has ever told me to get a real job. And I don't know if I would be married to my husband if he said that to me. Um, we've been together for 20 years. Um, my business has supported him while he has started the new business and vice versa. Now I find myself where I'm you know, diving into the online business. And like Ben says, realistically, it takes three to five years to build a business. You can't expect this huge paycheck. You've got to work for it. If it's too easy, it's not good, mm-hmm. you know? So um, it's really nice to have um, somebody believe in you and, you know, even know you may not be pulling in the numbers that you were before, that they know that you're going you're gonna to make it. So um, one other question I wanted to ask you is you left the security of your job in California. How hard was that for you? Is that just it, it, in 
internal? Do you just kind of have that drive where you just know you're going to be successful? <clears throat> it was hard because I had a, a regular job, right, that paid the bills. But I never felt like Southern California was home because okay. of the distress and the, the hustle of being living in SoCal, L.A. area. So I was open to, to new opportunities and, you know, never heard of Coeur d'Alene. So mm -hmm. that, that was open to, I knew one day I would be running my own agency, creative agency. And so. That's awesome. And how did you meet your wonderful wife, Michelle? Well, we met through uh, church singles. And uh, on our first date, I told her that um, I gave her the whole proposal. You know, I told her uh, I knew that uh, you're going to be my wife. <clears throat> I knew it. <clears throat> and she was like, <laughs> shocked? shocked because of my confidence, you know. But I was just being honest, you know. I felt, I really felt like she's the one. And we had that great opportunity to team up and uh, have a special life so. and then she's she's into fitness as well oh yeah is that important to you I, you know that was important to just to have someone to, to share that yeah with you know and yeah because I see you guys she's teaching you things and you're teaching her things that's pretty cool yeah. and your kids are active obviously oh yeah yeah and then um, during the presentation that I went um, went to a few weeks ago that Ben spoke at, he showed a picture of a point in his life where he wasn't as fit and healthy as he is now, um, which shocked me because I would never imagine that he would be <laughs> overweight. But how important is it to you to never go back to that person? How important is exercise to you every day? And what does it do for you? Well, it is the best therapy for me. And it's not just, you know, physically, but emotionally, mentally, mm -hmm. confidence, mm -hmm. everything, you know, at least 30 minutes a day, just mm -hmm. to get out there and jog slowly or do something, mm -hmm. 30 That's minutes awesome. a day. That's awesome. At least. Yeah. And Ben's completed how many Ironmans? Well, I've done uh, three full Ironman and 10 half Ironman, so 13 total yeah. and 60 triathlons. Yeah. I recognize awesome. some of these lovely medals yeah. here he's very active in the um in the running community and the tri community which is cool and i just i love that um i think that what's um what's what you should know is that you're not defined by the fact that you are the ceo of tran creative you're defined to me more of your involvement in the community and when i first ran into you that's the first thing that came to my mind is that I saw you on the race scene and that you were involved in the community. So hopefully that makes you feel better because I personally like to, when I meet people, I almost like to not tell them what I do for a living and just actually get to know them as a, you know, have them get to know me as a person, get to know, almost like a little bit of a game. It's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that you do this for a living, but what really, what are you really all about? I so. remember when I first, first met you and Iggy, you, you guys seem like a celebrity couple, you know, very <laughs> stylish, but pretty stealth. Like I have no idea 
you know, what, what your life was like. And, and then when we first met and I was able to learn more about you, I was quite impressed. Oh, thank um, you. you know, not just the grit, the hustle and the toughness, but the, you being genuine, oh, thank you. you know, and super fun. Yeah, we're, we're a team. I like fun. <laughs> and I like that Melfit is fun and Josh yeah. and I have fun. And doing these interviews is definitely a, a fun part of our life. So, so Ben, what drives you? When you get out of bed every day, what drives you? <clears throat> what are you working for? Well, what drives me is I feel like life is so precious because I saw firsthand That's how short life. life was with my parents yeah. and my 17 year old sister yeah. who passed away. Yeah. So I always ask myself every morning when I wake up, how do I live life to the fullest mm -hmm. and not waste every single day? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I wake up with a smile on my face because yeah. I'm healthy, yeah. I'm not feeling any pain and I'm just so grateful mm -hmm. to have that. And one thing I, I admire about you, and most people aren't like this, and Michelle's like this also, so I can see why you love her. Most people are afraid to create friendships or put themselves out on a limb. And right away, I felt like you were, you know, we were trying to connect to go swimming and you've been to my house and I've been to your house. And I love that because life is too short <laughs> And the problem with most people is they're all talk. Yeah. You run into them and, and they give you a pat and say, we need to get together. Well, I feel like now that I've got to know you, that you're kind of like me where if so, people always say someone's going to do it. Yeah. We're that someone. We're the someone that's going to organize the event. We're the someone that's going to have a barbecue. We're the someone that's going to have people over. And I, I think we have that in common, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I, I like that you were, weren't afraid, even though you didn't know a lot about me, you weren't afraid to come over to our Melfit launch and everybody, you ended up knowing people, but hopefully you enjoyed meeting new people. I love meeting new people. So um, I'm looking forward to getting to know Ben's wife, Michelle, a little bit better. And I think she's doing the right things. Um, as soon as she left here, she, you know, friended me on Facebook and friended <laughs> some of the people that she met. And I think that's important yeah. for you as a husband that she makes friends mm -hmm. because you're working and you want to make sure she's, she's making a, a move in the community. So, okay. So Ben, what's your favorite quote or mantra? Something that you say, is there anything that you say to your employees or anything is possible? That's true. I like that. It happens to be the Iron Man model. Really? Anything is possible. Yeah. It's a new could, one for us, Josh. I could never think of myself. I like it. Be able to conquer what I conquered, you I know. Like and it. You just have to remind yourself that anything is possible. I like it. You know, you just keep working and putting the hard work and awesome. see what happens. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what's your go-to cheat food? I saw some pictures of Ben's trips this summer and I commented that it's a good thing you guys work out. <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's, your, what's your weakness? Yeah, what, what, what is it? You know, um, I love cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> Strawberry it. swirl cheesecake. Yeah. You know, pretty much, uh, that's pretty much it. I, I tend to, ever since I decided to change my lifestyle, yeah. my 
eating habit. I don't drink anything but water, really. Yeah. And you, you know, guys eat pretty clean at home. Yeah, you know, low carb Good. and high protein. And Good. Just organic, natural stuff. Good. No processed food. And Good. That's awesome. But even cheesecake nowadays, you know? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, when I eat absolutely. it, I can feel like it tastes good, but yeah. not. I don't yeah. desire it like yeah. people. Yeah, sparingly, right? Yeah. And I used to drink a lot of soda. Wow, that's crazy. I love soda, but I yeah. gave all that up. You know, no just, coffee? Nope. No. Nope. Just water. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Ben, if you could meet anyone um, alive or dead for one day, who would it be and why? If I could meet anyone, I would say uh, first person came to mind was probably Jesus. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I have a personal relationship with him. That's awesome. Of the things that I've been through, you know, yeah. in life, you know, I feel like he really helped me um, through life. So it would be an honor just to meet awesome. him once. That's great. I know. That would be so, so cool. Okay, Ben, what's the best business advice you've ever received from someone? I do have this, and I tell my kids all the time, you know, as a parent, I have such an open mind. The most important thing is do what you love wholeheartedly and you will likely succeed. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't do it because of the money yeah. or because of, you know, yeah. do it because of what yeah. you truly love it. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people that we have a friend um, that drowned in the lake about four years ago. And that's the one thing that he always said. And I say it over and over. If you make it about the people, the money will flow freely. If you make it about the money, they'll smell a rat and nobody will, nobody will write a check. Yeah. I don't want to do business when I know that people are concerned about the money. Yeah. So. As a matter of fact, that perfect, that is, a, I have a perfect example for that. We had a meeting yesterday with a potential client. We've been having meetings, lots of meetings of new clients coming in every day. And this client, big group of people, office, you know, and I told them, you know, they asked, can we afford you because of all the projects we've been working on? And I said, you know, I never worry about money. I mean, I never want my clients to worry about money. If you have zero money, mm -hmm. I could also work with you. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. I just mm -hmm. want to solve some problems for you. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. all I care about. The money part yeah. will come. You yeah. know, we have sufficient for our need. Mm -hmm. Why worry about money? Yeah. Yeah. Know? That's awesome. I, um, I met a, a guy at the Health and Wellness Fair for coffee this week that's new to the community and he was asking me some advice on how to um, get new clients and he, his prices were very high and he's in the same business as I am so I've lived here my whole life, I know what I charge and I know what everybody in town charges and um, not to say that you need the match but his prices were very high and he also posted his prices on his website which I think is a bad idea and it scares people mm -hmm. and I my advice to him was you can always raise your prices and you may have to because people don't know you like yeah. You said when you first moved here, yeah, you've got this awesome portfolio, but nobody knows you. Right. So you may have to be a little bit more humble and 
a bit and start to build clientele and then honor your prices with your loyal clients and then when you raise them, raise them to the other people. But it's it can be throwing your prices out there right away. It's kind of, you, you got, the, my best advice to this guy too was also, nobody has ever walked away from my table, but if you post your prices online and they don't even come to the table, there's no relationship right. there. So you gotta get them to the table and then, you know. They don't even know who you are or why, you know, you're pricing that way. Mm -hmm. They don't know the value mm -hmm. until they meet you and yeah. they realize, oh, this is why yeah. I'm paying for this. Yeah, I mean, right? I think that it was important when I met Ben that he he had his, um, his uh, computer up and showed me some of the projects and, and I knew I knew a lot about him, I'd creeped him, but it was nice to see, you know, <laughs> this is my office, this is the work I do and and really get you to realize that you you need that. You need the branding. So um, so I wanna ask you for a bit of advice then. Um, we all know what it's like to be new to an area or to start from the ground up. Um, I am struggling with people that know me, it's easy for me to get business. Yeah. And everything I've ever done has been, you know, instantaneous and successful. What advice would you give me and Josh on how do we impact people that don't know us? The most important thing I've learned, and I, I deal with this every day, meeting people who don't know me at all. Okay. The first thing is you gotta build relationship of trust. Mm -hmm. There's a specific amount of time, whether it's 10 to 15 minutes, keep mm -hmm. it short, mm -hmm. but really opening yourself up from the heart mm -hmm. and let people see what it's like. Mm -hmm. Because the human, we have this ability to connect emotionally, Spiritually, I mean, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's how we're made. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to connect the, the wavelength, boom, mm -hmm. everything else will just follow. That's awesome. So that's a secret. That's awesome. Well, it's funny that you would say that because that's one of the number one things that I took away from your talk was, you know, was just that. And I'll tell you what I did is I came home and I put together a post for my social media for Saturday and a post for Sunday. And ask Josh, I knocked it out of the park. My posts were very vulnerable. Yeah. They were my own stories about, uh, one of them was a picture of me with a bottle of beer in my hand. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, so that that came from you. I thank yeah. you for that. And then the next one, what was the other one, Josh? Um, was it also a before and after? I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, I think it was another before and after, but those were really received very well. And for that very reason, because I was, you know, I let myself be vulnerable and I think that people could relate to me a little bit better, um, especially people that are overweight. I think that they need to know that I don't just get up like this and look like this every day. Like I have to work for it. So that's good advice. Also, Ben gave me advice about animals. <laughs> People love animals and we're working on Melfit Woof doggy <laughs> sweatshirts. 
I got to get home for your dog. So, I mean, that's all great advice because um, it, it is really different when you go from a studio setting in a town that you've lived in for 45 years and you have a good reputation, thankfully, to all of a sudden you're on the World Wide Web yep. and you don't know anyone and you have to make an impression on these people. So that's good advice. Authenticity is the key. Authenticity. Right. I love it. Yeah. I try. I try to be, <laughs> yeah, I try to be really real. <laughs> um, the one thing that I, um, to each his own, but I am turned away from people that are too perfect. You know, when I see things that are too perfect, Josh and I like to have some bloopers once in a while and have fun. And I think that people can relate to you a little bit better. You know, if you don't always look perfect with your hair and makeup, sometimes you got your hair on the top of your head. So um, the one thing that I, I really like about YouTube, Ben, and I can relate to, and I told my husband when I came home, um, I think there's a reason that we connected. And I think it's because we all came from humble begin beginnings um, and my husband especially, he came here from Mexico when he was 17 and we went to Ben's house the other day and I kind of felt like your stories were just really similar. And yet, I look at my past as my mess is my message and your mess is your message because that's what you spoke about. Um, most of your, your, your talk was about your past, which wasn't all roses. There's was cancer and poverty and um, weren't you in a, a, a detention camp? Or I was what do you call a, it? a refugee Re prison. Refugee on an prison. Island. I mean, so if you're feeling sorry for yourself about anything, I mean, you take a, a man like Ben who is absolutely positive. Anybody that knows him knows that he just exudes positivity and helping people and he doesn't feel sorry for himself. He doesn't get up every day and say, woe's me. And I think that I'm probably more driven than somebody that had a silver spoon in their mouth. Um, my best friend, Laura, and I have this conversation um, and Laura has told me that it's really hard when you were raised in a good home with your mother and father, there was no divorce, there was no abuse, there was no financial um, trouble. It's hard for her because she doesn't have to push. And I never thought of it that way. And I, I think it makes total sense as to why you find um, successful people and entrepreneurs are generally ones that have, have really had a a mess of a childhood would you agree yeah been tested mm -hmm. yeah yeah and ben was saying that he feels like the jobs that he gets um people do their research and background on him and they want to work with ben because they know that he's he's not going to roll over he's going to be tough he is the man for the job he's going to get it done so perseverance so but i really i really like that and i, I think that i'm the same way and um, it's a, it's a good for Josh to know that, that I'm the same way too, because, you know, like Ben said, your business may take three to five years to take off, but if you work hard and you believe in it, in that three
three to five years, you're gonna have earned what you what you got. You're you know all that work's gonna be underneath you. So, so Ben, anything else you'd like to add to our story or? Um, yeah, I'm wearing as close to purple as I have. Oh, good. Oh, milk okay, it, purple. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I melt it. Thank and, you. Uh, I'm very uh, proud of you. Thank you. With uh, what you're doing, and I'm just uh, cheering you on. Thank you. I appreciate and, that. Uh, I can't wait to see you just celebrate your success with all the hard work that you put in. Thank you. So, so keep much. up the great work. Thank you. Thanks for being my guest today, Ben, and um, thankfully this won't be our last visit. So. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for watching um, this interview, and if you are a business owner and you are struggling and thinking about um, how to get the message out and maybe need a little bit of help with branding, I'm sure that Ben would, would be able to help you there or any business advice. So thank you for watching our episode today. We love connecting, inspiring, and motivating you guys. We'll see you guys again. Thanks. Bye-bye.